Not that we don't want to. It it just hasn't happened yet. Welcome to the 96.1 Kiss Morning Freak Show. I know how our show's going to end, man. I know how our show's going to end. How it's going to end? Yeah, like one day. Like, I know how this all ends. We talk completely awful and vile when the microphones aren't on sometimes oh, in the studio. Yeah, yeah. 100%. One day we're just going to leave the microphones on and it's going to be all over. That's how our show's going to end. If our microphones would have been on for the 30 seconds before I turned them on, we wouldn't have jobs anymore. I came in here. You're just talking nasty to me. I was. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the show, friends. It is Mikey and Bob, the uh, 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Um, I, I gave up. Gave up on what? I get The snow broke me yesterday. Oh, yeah. Like, I was having a good time, you know, for the past week, week and a half since we've, we've gotten snow here in the Pittsburgh area. Yesterday, the snow broke me. I've been out there. Now, listen, I have a snowblower. I don't have a ton of sidewalk and driveway to shovel. I can go out there and get it all done in like 45 minutes, right? Right. Shoveling. I can get it done in like 10 minutes probably with the snowblower. I have a snowblower, but I just, I don't know. I don't like going to get the gas for it and then mixing it with the oil and starting it like that. And I know you can get like electric ones now that you plug in and charge. I don't want to deal with it. Whatever. I actually like going out and getting some exercise and shoveling the the snow, listening to like a podcast or something like that. So I don't mind it. So, you know, when I get home from doing the show, I've been going home and shoveling because it's been snowing in the morning and everything like that. Yeah, Yeah. I just, I've had a poor shoveling plan though, because I got behind one day. Because here, here's what happens. When it snows in the morning, I'm not getting out there and shoveling in the morning. So I missed one day. And now <laughs> my driveway's got the tire tracks on it. Frozen over. All it takes is one vehicle on the driveway with the snow. And then, you know, unless you're out there for two hours trying to get those snowy tracks up, they've iced over. So that's that's what's happened. And it just broke me yesterday. I went home yesterday after the show and, and and shoveled, and I felt I felt good about it. And then it just kept snowing. I'm just like, that's it. I just I don't I don't care anymore. I'm just gonna let this. it go. I can't do this like, anymore. I'll get out there if it gets out of control and we get like another three to four inches. But I just it broke me yesterday. I'm like I'm not I'm out of salt. I didn't even go get more salt. I'm just like whatever. I'm just I'm done with it. When is it gonna warm up? See this, a lot of this weekend. Okay, I'm good then. Yeah, this weekend's supposed to be like 40s and 50s. That, that's fine. No point in shoveling if it's going to melt anyway. That's how I should look at every winter. Like if we get a big snowfall... I mean, you're lucky you have a flat driveway. That is true. If we get a big snowfall like four to six inches, I like still this year, because that possibly still could happen, you know? I mean, it is still January. I'm just going to look at it and be like, no, spring's coming soon. I'll be fine. It's like, no, we're only a couple no, months away. No, I know that won't be here in July. I'm not going to go out there and shovel it. <laughs> I think that's my plan. We're close. We're close. I, I hate when the tire tracks get icy, man. There's no coming back once the tire tracks get icy. That's it. Just beat you down. It's game over there. The snow broke me yesterday. Oh, no. Completely tapped out, man. How's your driveway? Because we talked about this. You have a driveway that actually goes down, so you have to wake up early every morning and just just shovel and salt your driveway, which I'm sure your neighbors love, just so you can get out. Did you already shovel this morning, or did you Uh, do it last night? No, I did this morning. The snow hasn't broke you yet, where you're just like, Oh, yeah, I hate everything about it. I, I don't like it at all. I want to light my driveway on fire. Is that a possibility? Uh, I've thought about it. 
seriously or just joking? No. Like, if you thought about what you would have to do, like, if you poured gasoline on snow and then lit it on fire. A controlled burn. Okay. Yeah, like, I'd watch a YouTube video before or something, <laughs> okay. I, before I did it. Is there a video on YouTube of somebody burning snow instead of shoveling it? I just need, like, a flamethrower, man. That's See, that's probably the way to control it, I would think. You couldn't just go pour gasoline on your entire driveway and then throw a match and hope for the best. I because mean, if, that's not that you're not going to have a controlled fire there. If my neighbors don't think I'm crazy as hell already, when I walk out the back door with a flamethrower, <laughs> right, right, just going up and down the driveway with yeah, it. Everybody in your neighborhood knows who you are, know that you have a radio show, and they've probably seen you shirtless at some point. Oh, yep, Big Bob lives on our block. Yep. Yeah, he's up shoveling the damn snow at 3 in the morning. Wakes the whole neighborhood up. Well, he's got to go to work. What's he going to do? Oh, gosh, he's out there with a flamethrower. Oh, my goodness, he has a flamethrower. I think you could do that, though. I do. I need a flamethrower. Is that I'm legal? A- can you own one of those? Look up flamethrowers right now. See if you can purchase a flamethrower. I'm not talking about, like, some little thing where you got, like, a, No, I need, like, a know, real deal, we, like... We aren't going to mess around with, like, a can of hairspray and, like, a lighter or anything like that. Look up how much a flamethrower is. I feel like, yeah, you can legally own a flamethrower. Dude, you can buy fully... Like automatic weapons. That we're in the United States of America. You mean to tell me there's a restrictions on buy, buying a flamethrower? Hey, you can buy a tank in America if you want. Uh, eight hundred fifty dollars. Sure. All right, we need to start a GoFundMe. <laughs> just a young gun. We're talking about how we're just beaten down by the snow, and I've given up. I I just I stopped shoveling my sidewalks, my driveways. I just I tapped out. Just done for a while. I don't even have that option, though. I know, because you need to to shovel and ice to be able to even get out of your driveway because it's on such a slant. Okay, Bob had the idea to buy a flamethrower for the snow. Like, I think that's my best option at this point. Yo, snow won't even want to fall on my driveway. If it knows I have a flamethrower. Snow would be scared. Word will get out. Like every other house would be just buried in snow and you'd it, it'd look like May at your house. Snow would be scared. Just living in fear. If it knew you had a flamethrower. Now, where did you look up a flamethrower at? Where can you get an $800 flamethrower? Uh, it was really easy to just a Google search. But like, like do the they second s- thing that came Like, up? can you go to Home Depot and buy a flamethrower? Uh, I, I don't think so. So it was just some sort of sketchy flamethrower website that you went to? <laughs> I mean, it looks legit. Like, they sell, like, a real deal flamethrower. <laughs> like, the propane tank screws in and... Oh, man. It looks like a t-shirt cannon. <laughs> it does. It does. Man, you'd, you'd be so badass if that's how you started handling your snow. So instead of your neighbors at 3 in the morning hearing... <laughs> They would just hear Honey, is it getting hot in here? Did you Did you turn the heat up last night? Oh no, Bob's out there with the flamethrower He's gotta go to work I mean, just making the snow pay Listen, if snow fell on your driveway And you owned a flamethrower All you would have to do Because Bob's driveway, like I said Goes on a slant and All you'd stand have to at do the bottom is walk walk up it one time with the flamethrower, right? Like yeah, walk yeah. up the right side and then go back down the left side. 
And that would that would be it. That would cover your whole driveway, right? How long would it take to clear your driveway if you owned a flamethrower? Minutes. I wouldn't even have to put like winter clothes on. No. Go on my underpants. Wow. Show this, I mean, now show, we're okay. Show now this know who's boss. Now we're talking about something that we could probably charge admission for. You in your underwear with a flamethrower. Wow. It says it has a a fifty foot range. You wouldn't even have to walk up your driveway. This has to be legal, right? You could be at the bottom of your driveway <laughs> and just whoosh, give it one, one big, one big flame, and you're done with your entire snow removal. Jason tweets here, Home Depot flamethrower. Yes, you can walk right in and buy one. Why don't people? Hold on. Why whoa. don't people clear their snow with the flamethrowers? Tony tweets here, sign me up. Multiple flamethrower discount. I want one too. How have we never thought Holy about crap. this before? Yeah, he said they're called a rosebud, rosebud torch, a rosebud torch. Uh, I just okay, found one I've, on the, the Home Depot site called the Inferno Propane Torch, and it, it's just a thing you like screw into a propane tank. Okay, and it has like a long hose on it. Yep. Somebody just tweeted us one, uh, two hundred and eighty-five dollars on Amazon called the Red Dragon. <laughs> Where you just, you screw it into a propane tank, and then it's basically like a t-shirt cannon. Yeah, Ryan just tweeted us here. The Red Dragon. Oh, I'm not launching t-shirts. I'm launching flames! And that snow's gonna pay! Listen here, if you're bringing this snow to my driveway, as early as I gotta wake up to do a radio show, I'm gonna hit it with the pain! I got the Red Dragon snow! And you're going to die! Nicole tweets here, there was a story a while ago about a Canadian guy who was arrested using a flamethrower for snow removal. Oh, if they can't do it in Canada, you can't do it here. Ah, oh, you're probably right. If 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 you can't do it in Canada, you cannot do it here. Uh, there's no way you can do it here. Is that something we can look up? Is it illegal to use a flamethrower for snow removal in a residential area? Who do we ask about that? Has anybody ever actually tried this? Mayor, Mayor Flamethrower Dudo? I want nothing more than to buy a flamethrower for you and have you use it to clear your driveway, man. I want to see it so bad now. So, uh, Pro Football Talk had the story out yesterday uh, with the big headline, Source, some Steelers limited partners want a coaching change. And it says, per a source with the knowledge of the situation, some of the team's limited partners intend to lobby owner Art Rooney to fire Coach Tomlin and hire a new coach. All right. First of all, it won't happen at all. They're what? minority owners. I say by limited partners, there's like <laughs> yeah. there's like a group of like I don't even know. Uh, there's how many a, maybe ten, maybe yeah, more yeah. than ten. That uh own a sliver of the team. Yeah, John Stallworth's one, Rob Citrone, Larry Paul, Scott Swank, a lot of guys that you don't even know who they are, but you know they have a lot of money. And then Thomas Tall, who um, you know, the guy who ran uh Legendary, the big movie guy, he's uh, worth like a billion dollars. I don't know. Did, by the way, did you see his house? Yeah, I did. Thomas Tall? I did. Uh, Darren Ravel, who was like a business guy for ESPN, tweeted pictures uh, yesterday. Steelers minority owner Thomas Tull is selling his Westlake Village, California mansion and property on more than 33 acres for $85 million. This guy is a minority owner. 
of the Steelers, you know? Oh, he has, And he he's has, got he, the cash to have an $85 million house. He has buy the Steelers money. Yeah. It's just he's a, he's a minority owner. So Darren Ravel posts pictures of Thomas Tall's mansion in California that he's selling. And I'm telling you, he's got a Steeler room. And it's unbelievable. I see a Franco Harris jersey, a Heinz Ward jersey, a Ben jersey, a Troy jersey, Yo, Steel- Mean Joe Green jersey, a Bettis jersey. <laughs> his Steeler room's as big as my house. It, it re- his Steeler room... His Steeler room is what every Yinzer would do if you hit the lotto. Like, if we all hit the lotto and you had, like, $100 million, like some real serious money, you'd buy a mansion, but you'd still have a Steeler room. It'd just be real classy, like Thomas Tolls is. Like the, the Franco Harris jersey, he has hanging on like a mannequin. Yeah. So it's on display. Yeah. You know, some of the jerseys are framed, but other ones he has, like, you know... Like the body of a mannequin and it hanging on it. That's what Yinzers would do if they hit the lotto, man. So Coach Tomlin uh, is not getting fired, but I don't know. That's a fun story. He just said some of the limited partners, maybe not even all of them, are complaining about his uh, decision-making in situational football and the lack of discipline on the uh, team. Coach Tomlin had his final press conference yesterday. Of course, he was asked about any potential coaching changes on the staff. You know, I don't know where these roads are going to lead. Some conversations need to be had. Some contracts are up. Some contracts aren't. Um, I'm not ready to discuss that at this point. Uh, you'll hear about them as they unfold, I'm sure, if there's anything to be heard, um, but not there yet, no. You know where maybe these coaching roads should lead, Bob? They should lead to a place where me and you get out there with a flamethrower and burn it down. <laughs> uh, he talked about the quarterback sneak and Ben wanting the quarterback sneak. And Coach Tomlin basically just pushed that off as, listen, we just haven't done it. Uh, ben wants to do it. And we appreciate that. We just haven't done it. We, we aren't against it or anything like that. He was asked about the players. Uh, you know, using social media to to say different things, and you got into that. I got teenage kids that are 16 and 17, so I understand that that's part of this world. It's not the world that I grew up in. I'm 45. I'm learning to understand it and learning to do it in the appropriate ways. I think that's the discussion. Uh-huh. You know, social media and the things that come with it aren't going anywhere. Right. So Coach Tomlin does have, you know. I'm 45. Does have teenagers, so he understands. I mean, it's good that he, he understands that it's not going away, though. Like, you're not going to stop players really from doing this. No, no. Um, he was asked, and this this was, I think, my favorite part of the press conference. He was asked about the Patriots comments that he made on national TV before the first Steelers-Patriots game to Tony Dungy. Remember when he said, like, this is, this is round one, there's going to be a round two. Right, right. Basically, for, you know, he was saying, we're going to play the Patriots again in the AFC title game. So he was asked about that. I can't worry about those things, guys. One of the things that's changing in our business is the, is the attention, the media attention, and part of it is the development of social media and things of that nature. Um, we don't spend a lot of time worrying about what's said about us or misinterpretations of what we say, and what's important is what we say to one another. Uh, we realize oftentimes it may create a storm around us, but that's not us. We don't care. We can't control it anyway. Yeah. It's an impossibility in today's professional sport climate. That's my soapbox. It, it's a masterful job by Coach Tomlin. Wow. You got to give Coach Tomlin credit. That was a masterful job of shoveling crap by Coach Tomlin. He was asked about his Patriots comment and somehow turned it around into social media. I love how he did that. It was masterful. 
And didn't, he's not worried about it. Didn't own up to it. Didn't say like, like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have been looking forward to New England. He blamed it on social media somehow. It came like, out of his mouth. Listen, yo, Coach Salmon, you can't blame everything on the media and social media. When you go on national TV and say this is round one, and you basically say we are both going to get to the AFC title game, and the Jaguars use that as fuel. You can't just pass that off as, I can't worry about that. (laughs) Yeah, but the Jaguars are using it as bulletin board material and going out there and being more focused and using it to almost, you know, make them angry and inspire them. You can't just chalk that up as, I can't worry about that. That's just the media. It's just social media. Social media. No, it literally came out of your mouth on (laughs) national TV. You can't blame all of us. You can't blame the media. I don't get on Twitter very much. You can't blame that when you basically are on national TV saying this is round one. You know, we're going to do this again. It basically saying you're you're both going to steamroll through the AFC playoffs. Yeah. Just own up to it and be like, yeah, looking back on it, maybe Jacksonville used that as uh, fuel to their fire. And maybe I shouldn't have said those comments. And maybe I'll be a little smarter and take it game by game other than set up the AFC title game when it's still the regular season. He didn't own up to it at all. He just said he can't worry about it and social media. It's it's like the president just saying something he doesn't seeing something he doesn't like and just going fake news. Coach Tomlin does fake news, but he just calls it social media. He really did just fake news that. Yeah, Coach, what, what about this rift between Ben and Todd Haley? Like, is Todd going to be back? I can't worry about that. Social I media. I got teenage boys. I know social media is not going away. But, man, th- so any problem the Steelers have is basically just social media at this point to uh, to Coach Tomlin. I saw Mayor Peduto on the news yesterday uh, covering that. And uh, he did say that, you know, when the snow was coming out, a lot of the problem was – um, Martin Luther King Day on Monday when some of the snow was coming down he said they had a ton of trucks they didn't have enough workers so he said we could have 100 trucks but if we only have 50 workers because right. a lot of I guess a lot of city workers didn't want to come in on you know they wanted the extra weekend the long weekend so they didn't want to come in for the overtime pay and clear snow on on Monday uh, and that led to the city really getting behind and I saw Mayor Peduto on the news yesterday was talking about how, you know, once you don't clear the roads and cars go over them, then you have the icy tire tracks, and then it's just, you know, it's kind of like what my driveway is now. You get behind, and now it's just a mess. So that's probably why a lot of the city is a uh, is a mess right now. City needs flamethrowers, man. Whoa. Seriously. Yo, Mayor Flame Dudo, let's get on this. Come on, Flame Dudo. Let's do it. Any, any road that's not taken care of at this point, flamethrowers plow trucks with flamethrowers mounted on the front of them unbelievable there now we are talking problem solved I, you are the next guy costa bob you are the next guy costa <laughs> plow trucks with freaking flamethrowers you should run for some sort of office man you should be in charge of PennDOT. Anybody I else? can take over PennDOT with that idea. Snow removal. Anybody? I mean, the problem Anybody was. Anybody flamethrowers? The problem was they had enough trucks. They didn't have enough drivers. Okay. Problem solved. You need five drivers. That's it for the whole city. You need five drivers. So long as they have a plow with a flamethrower. 
That's it. That's all you need. If a car gets uh, lit on fire that was parked in the street, uh, you shouldn't park in the street when oh, you know well. it's going to snow. Snow's not going to stick to it. <coughs> Sorry you lost your car. <laughs> uh, Justin Timberlake's coming. Uh, we've known this for a while, but we couldn't tell you guys. So remember when Justin Timberlake announced his Man of the uh, the Woods tour? Yeah. And we were all upset because he was skipping Pittsburgh. Um, we we weren't a hundred percent sure then there would be a Pittsburgh date, but you know, a couple days after we found out he was going to announce it. You know how hard it is it to took keep, a while. keep a timber secret? It is hard to keep a Timberlake secret. Well, the other thing is too is I saw so many people that were like tweeting like, "Oh, I think I'm just going to buy tickets to I, I don't know like the Cleveland show or go there." It's just like, man, just hold off. But here's what Justin Timberlake did though. They announced those first dates, and so many people bought those tickets that pretty much, I think all the first dates sold out. Mm -hmm. So he waited for the first leg of the tour to sell out, and then it's like, oh, by the way, we're going to do some other shows too. So he waited for people to buy tickets. Like, I'm sure there were plenty of people in Pittsburgh who bought tickets to maybe the Cleveland show because they figured Timberlake's not coming here. Yeah, It's kind of genius, but it's... It's also kind of an ass move there because you're you're forcing people to buy tickets that maybe it's a show that they want to drive they don't want to drive to, but they feel like they're forced. And then it's like, oh, by the way, we will come to Pittsburgh. So it'll be June first, uh, PPG Paints Arena, big ninety six one Kiss show, Justin Timberlake, Man of the Woods tour. Tickets go on sale ten a.m. Uh, January 29th. His album Man of the Woods will be out February second, two days before he plays the Super Bowl halftime show. Now June first is also when the Dave Matthews Band will play Key Bank Pavilion out in Burgettstown. So it'll be Dave Matthews and Timberlake on the uh, the same day. By the way, that's also the same weekend Kenny Chesney's playing Heinz Field. Wow, I mean people could die. I mean, you can't go hard at Timberlake or Dave Matthews if you're going to Kenny, right? Double down. You got to. Uh, you got to pace yourself. You, you got to plan that. Yeah, you got to pace yourself. Uh, Justin last played Pittsburgh in uh, 2013. So Timberlake is coming to PPG Paints Arena, Man of the Woods Tour, uh, June 1st. You can already enter to win tickets at 961kiss.com. Uh, Cam Hayward was selected to the Pro Bowl after uh guy from the Raiders, Khalil Mack, uh, said he's uh, injured and won't play in the Pro Bowl. So Cam Hayward, which everybody was butthurt when the Pro Bowl announcements came out that he didn't make it because he had a good season, career-high 12 sacks. That's what I That's what I can't stand and why I laugh at everybody who goes, who goes absolutely bonkers when <laughs> there's a Pro Bowl snub. It's just like, yo, first of all, two teams are going to play in the Super Bowl. That's two teams of players who won't be, on the, won't be in the Pro Bowl. And a lot of the guys don't even want to go to the Pro Bowl to start out with. Plenty of guys, once it gets named, they wait till after the season, and it's like, ah, you know what? I'm injured. A lot of guys just want to go on vacation. They don't want to mess with the Pro Bowl. So when when the first initial Pro Bowl announcement comes out and everybody goes, snubbed, snubbed, just my calm, calm your ass, calm your ass down. There's probably like 20 players every year who ends up getting thrown in the Pro Bowl because players don't go. I think the the Steelers have like eight Pro Bowlers now. And the uh, coaching staff is going to be the AFC coaching staff for the uh, Steelers. Yeah. Pro Bowl snub! You see the uh, Bengals fans do here? 
uh, after the Jaguars beat the Steelers. I guess there was some Cincinnati uh, radio host who started encouraging Bengals fans to donate to the uh, Blake Bortles Foundation since him and the Jaguars beat the Steelers. Oh, okay. They got like $5,000 in donation. I guess the Blake Bortles Foundation uh, helps children and adults with intellectual and development uh, disabilities in uh, down in Jacksonville. That's kind of a cool thing that's happening in sports now. I, I got to be honest, even yeah. though that all happened because the Steelers lost, but like the Bills fans donated over $100,000 to Andy Dalton's foundation when the Bengals beat the Ravens to get the Bills in the playoffs. Like, it's kind of a fun thing that's happening, you know, for fans to just throw a couple bucks to somebody who does something good for their team. It's kind of funny. Like, it doesn't hurt anything, right? It does. It's all for a good cause. All right, listen, like, if if the Steelers would have beat the Jaguars. Right. And the Titans would have knocked off the Patriots. Wouldn't you want to throw like five or ten bucks to like the Marcus Mariota Foundation, the quarterback for the Titans? Like, I see how people think this way now. It's kind of a cool thing that's uh-huh. happening. So, even though we don't like Bengals fans, eh, good for them, I guess, donating to the Blake Bortles Foundation. It's nowhere near the uh, the Bills fans donating today to uh, Andy Dalton, but still, it's kind of cool, and I hope that uh, trend kind of continues in sports. Right now, it is time for today in Freak Show History, brought to us by Moe's Southwest Grill. Welcome, Welcome to Moe's. Here we go. Today in, in Freak, Freak Show, Show History. Today in Freak Show History. Uh, today in Freak Show History, we take you back two years. Uh, two older ladies got into a fight over a cat. Oh, that led to a stabbing. Remember this? Police tell us tonight that the ladies had an ongoing dispute that escalated. But tonight, neighbors tell me they fought over a cat. These two ladies got in an argument and one stabbed the other one. I said, what? I mean, did Biggie and Pac die for for nothing? Friends say they watched a 75-year-old woman wheeled out on a gurney. Police say the victim and her elderly neighbor, Barbara Holland, got into a fight. It happened in the hallway outside their apartments. No one beefs with Barb while Barb's cat. Holland is now in jail, facing an attempted murder charge. How do you put an old lady like that in jail? Got that old lady skin. What, what the hell is a 70-year-old lady bruised up for days? Just stab somebody over a cat's gonna do in jail. How's she get, she's gonna run the damn jail, that's what it is. She's gonna go in, make somebody her bitch the first day <laughs> the first and make day. out an example. I'll bag you jail for stabbing somebody over cats! Cause this here is real! <laughs> I'm in here because I shanked someone over a cat. Some neighbors were staying pretty tight-lipped, but they mentioned that it could be about a cat. Those neighbors don't want to get stabbed either. Those neighbors know if that lady gets out, she's coming for them. Senior citizen Shug Knight, dude. Senior citizen Shug Knight. The whole building is shook and doesn't want to say anything about the cat stabbing. Uh, Josh Harrison from the uh, Pirates, not happy with Andrew McCutcheon and Garrett Cole getting traded. Um, he did an interview with the uh, website The Athletic um, and basically has been requesting a trade now. Uh, Josh Harrison from the Pirates saying, Over the last week, many have asked how I feel about the trade of Garrett and now Andrew. Baseball is a business. I understand that trades are part of the business. While I love this game, the reality is I just lost two of my closest friends in the game. Cole and Kutch were not just friends. They were the best pitcher and best position player on the Pirates. Now I am the most tenured member of the Pirates. I want to win. I want to contend. I want to win titles. 
in 2018, 2019, and beyond. My passion for Pittsburgh, what it has meant to me, what it means to me, can never be questioned. I love this city. I love the fans. I love my teammates. Saying that... (laughs) I love that. But, That's the setup. Like, listen, this is nothing against the city or the fans I, or my teammates. I love everything about this. However, <laughs> the GM is on record. Now, this is the words of Josh Harrison right there, a current player on the Pirates, right? The GM is on record as saying when we get back to postseason caliber baseball, we would love our fans to come back out. And we... Definitely talked about that yesterday on the show. The comments of general manager Neil Huntington basically saying like, yeah, I mean, we're not even close right now. Come back when we're winning. Right. Like, give us some time. Which is unbelievable. How do you feel if you're Josh Harrison or somebody on the Pirates right now when upper management is basically saying like, yeah, we know we got no chance this year. We're not... You're looking around watching everybody else get traded away. Hope you guys come back when we manage to figure this out because it's not going to happen right now. So Josh Harrison, of course, says that quote. He said, if indeed the team does not expect to contend this year or next, perhaps it would be better for all involved that I am also traded. I want what's best for the organization that gave me the chance to be a big leaguer. Why would any single person want to play for the Pirates right now? Why would anybody on that team want to play for them right now? I mean, unless you're a younger guy and you're just happy to be in the the majors. But if you're a guy like Josh Harrison, who's been an all-star, who, you know... Plenty of teams would want him on their team. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Why, Why would you want to play for the Pirates right now? When you know from what upper management has not only done but said... They're not even planning on competing at all this year or maybe even next year and going forward. They're building with pieces. Yeah. Yeah. No, you you wouldn't. You wouldn't want to play for him. Listen, I hope Josh Harrison does get traded. And I hope it happens on a day when we're a little slow on content because I'm ready for another round of Pirates Facebook comments. (laughs) I am. I am. We had so much fun yesterday with Andrew McCutcheon Facebook comments and right. making up fake sky blasts that the Pirates would try to shove down our throat to uh, divert the attention from the awfulness that is how the organization is run. I hope Josh Harrison gets traded for the benefit of our radio show. It's It's got to happen. It's just win. Right, and by the way, let me throw this out here, too, because we've been getting a lot of tweets, a lot of Facebook messages about this, too. I'll read one here from uh, Marcus. He sent us a link to a petition on change.org for the uh, Pirates to be sold by Bob Nutting. It says the petition has almost 10,000 signatures. I sent it to all the news stations, and I figured I'd send it to you guys, being what you say is gospel in Pittsburgh. Love your guys' show. Listen to it every way, every day on my way home from work. All right, well, if, if our word is the gospel in Pittsburgh, then let me say this. Stop with the stupid-ass online petitions. Somebody sent me a GoFundMe to buy the Pirates. Just stop with all that stupid, stupid crap. Just, it just, it just. No, just no. Like, I I get it, and I know it's harmless, but I've, I've at least seen five different petitions online for Bob Nutting to sell the Pirates. Just... I, I don't even know if you should care that much to make that or even take the time to go and sign an online petition. Yeah. yeah. First of all, obviously, 
It's not going to work. Bob the, Nutting's not going to see the online petition and be like, holy crap. The best thing you can do, I'm telling you, is do what you're already doing. Stop caring. You've been doing that. Look at the attendance numbers. It's down. Keep it, keep it up. You're doing it. I remember yesterday or whatever it was when Bob Nutting, the owner of the Pirates, was talking about the Kutch trade and saying, like, we want to thank the 1.6 million fans that oh, come yeah, out, yeah. and yeah. it makes it sound like such a big number. That's at the bottom ass, like bottom top five or top ten in all of baseball. And that just keeps But declining. he was swinging it around like it's some big-ass number, and it's not Bob Oh, we see through all the crap and lies that this upper man... Like, free Josh Harrison, man. Let him free, go. Free Jay Hay. Let him Hashtag go. Hashtag free Jay Hay. Let him go. Let him fly away. Plus, I want to read more Facebook comments. Like a beautiful butterfly. Just listen. I get it. If you want to do the online petition and go ahead and... Oh, yeah. This is all... Go ahead. Just leave me out of it. I just don't care. Like, just... Just don't just send it stop, to us. Stop caring. Just don't go to the game. And, and even then, even if you don't go to the game, in the end, it's not really going to matter. Sure, the attendance numbers will be down, but, you know, is it really going to affect the bottom line of Bob Nutting, who's a billionaire? No. It's how sad it is that even not showing up to the game, sure, it'll send a message, but is it going to make or break Bob Nutting if you don't go to the game? Nope. Nope. Why? Revenue, uh, revenue sharing is going to get like $25 million. The BAM Tech deal, one payout of I like mean, $50 million. And there will still be people that have season tickets. Yep. That money still keeps coming. So what can you do about uh, Bob Nutting being the owner? Nothing really. I Just stop caring. Stop going to the games. Stop listening. Listen, I've seen the ratings for the flagship. Nobody's listening to the Pirates games right now. No. <laughs> Not even no, close. No. It's, it's bad. TV ratings, nobody's watching the Pirates. Nope. Just keep it up. You're like, we don't need to stage some sort of boycott. You're already doing it. Just keep it up. Good job. Been doing it for a couple years now. Good job. Keep it up. Stop listening. Stop watching. Stop caring. Stop going to the games. Keep it up. You don't even need an online petition. You're already doing a petition in real life, Pirates fans. Just keep it up. But in the end, it's probably not even going to matter anyway. Andrew tweets us here. And by the way, you guys can uh, follow us on Twitter, tweet us during the show or after the show, at FSMikey, at FSBigBob. Uh, Andrew tweets, You didn't ever think Andrew McCutcheon heard yesterday's Pirates Facebook comments on his trade and was cracking the hell up? He's probably thinking what a damn mess and has already been looking at his iPhone weather app in San Francisco. It wouldn't surprise me if Andrew McCutcheon heard our Facebook comments yesterday. He follows us both on Twitter, I think, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If not, I just tweeted it to him anyway. But, like, I know we we did this yesterday for Today in Freak Show History when our friend Sean uh, mailed us a nude doodle, a tasteful nude doodle, uh, a tastefully done naked drawing of Andrew McCutcheon sitting in a chair with me and Bob as his pets, like our heads on a cat and a dog. We tweeted that out and Cutch saw it. So every now and then he will respond. I th- Remember I asked him to? When man, this goes a little bit back, but remember when the Pirates were uh, were singing that one uh, Spanish song in the locker room, "Que Vivan Lo Tiger." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kept seeing it on like Kutch's Instagram, and I just tweeted, "I'm like, what's that song you guys are 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 singing? Like dance doing the locker room after wins?" And he just tweeted me right back what it was, and then "Que Vivan Lo Tiger" kind of 
kind of took off when we brought it up on the uh, show. He pays attention. Uh, Brittany tweets us here. I used to need about two hours of being crabby in the morning until we started listening to Mikey and Bob every morning. It makes the commute downtown not so bad. Now I listen at my desk. So really, the freak show has probably saved me from getting fired. That's good. That's what we're here for. It's a beautiful thing. Everybody keeping their employment. Good Morning America did a stupid report yesterday about how your hats and gloves really don't prevent you from getting the cold or the flu. And actually, bum, 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 news scare, news scare can make you sick. Of course, <laughs> the news is going to give us some crap that wearing hats and gloves could make us sick. Just here's this crap. Bundling up protects you from feeling cold, but what about getting one? Oh, Uh-oh. I know the answer to this. It's going to be no. Hats and gloves can make you sick. Previously, GMA's Becky Worley checked people's gloves, including GMA staffers, for bacteria and viruses. Hey, listen, and the news does this all the time. They swab different things and check it with bacteria. Purses. You can literally check everything on earth for bacteria and it's going to have bacteria on it. Like, don't touch anything. There's always poop on something. There's feces on everything. There is traces of feces on every (laughs) single thing on earth. How often do you wash your gloves? Oh, never. Well, you're going to die. Never. I mean, I just never think about it. The results, while most are harmless, nine of those tested positive for bacteria like staph and MRSA. All right, so they let us know that nine of the gloves tested tested positive for staph or MRSA. They do not, however, let us know how many gloves were tested. So that could have been nine out of 2,000. They found nine, though. It could have been nine out of 100. They make it seem like it's a lot. We have no clue. Do you guys watch the news like we do and just break down how stupid some of the crap is? Which could be harmful if they came in contact with an open wound. All right. So now we are stretching to the point where nine of these gloves that they tested yeah, yeah, yeah. may have like uh, MRSA if in them. Swi- slice your arm open, though, don't wipe your gloves on it. Yeah. So that's that, that would be bad. Absolutely. One sample with the coronavirus, which doctors say is one of the causes of the common cold yeah they made that up there's no such thing as the coronavirus is there like there's no that they just made that up right the that, coronavirus that does sound made up. It, it sounds made up and do those gloves really protect you they can oh. give us a little bit of a false sense of security just here we go do the gloves really protect listen it is cold as balls out they keep me warm. there is no chance I'm going out shoveling snow for two hours without gloves on because GMA did some sort of report that I might have bacteria in my gloves. I don't even care. I could use my gloves as toilet paper. I could actually wipe with a glove. I'm still going out there. In the driveway. I'm still going out there with gloves on. Mid-shoveling. It's cold out. The virus is on your gloves. It's the same as if you didn't have the gloves on at all if you go ahead and touch your face. Okay, so don't wear gloves then. Just, this this is so stupid. So if you touch some kind of a surface that has the flu virus on it uh. with gloves or without gloves, and then you touch your face, end result is going to be the same. And as for other oh. cold weather gear. I would advise about hats and scarves is that you don't share them during cold and flu season. So don't trade hats and scarves and don't lick your gloves. Yeah. After pooping. 
don't know. That's if, what I got. I think we put pooping in there. That's a, what I got. In typical show fashion, we brought it into wiping and pooping. I don't think GMA was going with that. More than that it would get you sick, it would be that if you were sick, you would potentially get somebody else sick. Yeah. yeah so keep that in mind there. The scarf, there's no medical evidence out there that it would protect you. If you cover your mouth, it's going to keep you from getting sick from somebody else. Yeah, okay. But then there's the thing that it's negative 20 out right now, and you just want to keep freaking warm. Once again, just another stupid report from the news. No one's safe. Made little to no sense because, yeah, sure, gloves, hats, scarves, you might have some bacteria on them. You don't wash them a lot, but who cares? It keeps you warm. So, so don't go around licking other people's gloves, especially if they've wiped. <laughs> uh, Rebecca tweets is here. We were just making fun of the Good Morning America report from the, their show yesterday. Uh, warning about the dangers of bacteria on hats and gloves. You think you're going to wear hats and gloves to prevent you from getting the cold, and you're probably going to give yourself whatever the coronavirus is. Uh, Rebecca tweets here, resident geek here, coronavirus is real. It affects humans and animals. Oh my God, I just put my gloves on. I'm doomed. That's right. Uh, you think you're preventing yourself from getting sick? Oh no. We're all going to get the coronavirus. One lick. One lick of those gloves and you're done. One wipe of your butt crack with those <laughs> gloves on and it's over. Again, I go back to whenever the news does these reports of bacteria everywhere. And we're all going to get sick. Yeah. It is. There's there's fecal matter on everything. It always is. Like every now and then the news will do the report of like the things in your bathroom. Yeah, yeah. And it's always like fecal matters on your toothbrush. There's nothing you can do. It's in the bathroom, the toilet's in there, you got fecal matter on or your like toothbrush. Or like they'll swab the things you use every day. It's just like, oh. A cell phone inside a purse. It's, it's like, oh my gosh. Dirtier in your toilet. Somebody pooped on your cell phone. There's yeah. fecal matter on your cell phone. Unbelievable. You have more you, poop on your cell phone you than on your You got your lipstick. You got your credit cards in your purse. So you got your Kleenex in there. It, did somebody actually poop in your, your purse before? You got fecal matter in your purse. Uh, the internet went uh, bonkers yesterday when the Jonas Brothers reactivated their Instagram account after five years. Uh, one of their backing musicians posted a photo uh, of the guys, and it said family reunion on it. So the internet kind of freaked out a little bit, uh, thinking that there may be a Jonas Brothers reunion coming, even though nothing official has been announced yet. I'm probably right. What is, What are the other guys doing? Yo, Nick Jonas doesn't need a Jonas Brothers reunion. But, like, the other guys do, though. The other guys do, though. Joe Jonas, DNC? Yeah, he does need one. Like, Cake by the Ocean? Kevin Jonas, was, what does he do? Yeah, I don't know. What is he? Like, like Nick. Nick still got a singing career. Hey, Nick was in Jumanji. He was. He was. I'm here for the Jonas Brothers reunion, though. I remember me and you went to see the um, the Jonas Brothers 3D movie uh, together. Remember that? Yeah. That's all I got. Other than you can't see 3D and we're wearing the glasses kind of confused the whole time. You still went with me to see the Jonas Brothers 3D movie. Wasn't it like the Miley Cyrus tour movie? Wasn't that what it was? It was. (laughs) Yeah. That's a real friend there. Why did we go see that? Did we we have listeners with us or I don't remember. I I really don't remember. I remember going to see it though. Never mind. I remember not being able to see 3D, but I sat there the whole time. (laughs) I mean, what a good friend. Uh, Bob, we've covered this on the show before. Bob is legally blind in one eye. He's been like that since he was born. Uh, like, you can see out of your, your eye. It's just blurry. 
Uh, yeah, yeah, it's not like... But you can't see 3D. No, no, because you need two functional eyes to, I guess, process the 3D. Well, at least my eyes don't work to do it, so... Man, that is a real friend right there. Went and saw Jonas Brothers and Miley Cyrus in 3D with me. I don't remember why, but it was years ago, and you couldn't even see 3D. Man, that is a good friend right there. Uh, let's get to this story from Philadelphia real quick. You know, the uh, the Eagles beat the Falcons um, over the weekend to go to the, uh, the NFC Championship game, and then this. 22-year-old Taylor Hendricks may have a story to tell after Saturday's big Eagles win at the link but probably not the one where police say he got ejected from the game yep. then repeatedly punched a police horse we in have, the face. We have an Eagles fan punching a police horse. Before striking a police officer. All right, now they're going to go to people that were at the game to get their reaction. Uh, yes. Okay. Not too smart. Does not reflect Eagle fans and what we're about. All right, first of all, what does the news think people are going to say? Like, <laughs> yeah, that police horse had it coming. <laughs> Good that, police, that police horse was talking crap to, to fans all game. Somebody had to knock him out. You have 65,000 people, 64,999 are fine, and one punches a horse. Right. Police say the Whitehall Township <laughs> resident got ejected from the Eagles-Falcons game after he got tossed. Police say Hendricks approached a mounted police officer, punching his horse repeatedly, then striking the officer. Yeah, now that's all it takes. The, the other guy was right. That's all it takes. There could be 60,000 Eagles fans that were at that game. Right. If one of them punches a police horn, it makes a horse, it's a police horn? Oh, God. By the way, how much time are you serving if you punch a police horn? <laughs> it's unbelievable that having a radio show is our career when we struggle every day to enunciate words and properly speak on this show. One punch, though. That makes national news that all of a sudden it's just like, ah, Eagles fans are punching police Punch me in the horn. These horns. You should be punching a horse. That's the bottom line. All right, there. A hot, hot a police lesson. Hot police horse. <laughs> Shouldn't be punching a horse. That's like the, the news line. needs to find the one person who tries to argue the other side, though. You know, <laughs> the police horse was drunk too. Police horse was a Falcons fan. It was talking very bad. <laughs> about Nick Foles, the Eagles quarterback. He had it coming. No matter who you're a fan of, don't be punching police horses. Unbelievable. This is this, this no actually has to run on the news in Philly. Who like you're it's a, a lesson. Fan of. <laughs> like, like the horse was wearing <laughs> yeah, a different team's jersey the, or something. The, the horse had a Matt Ryan Falcons jersey on. This guy was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> Not in my city. We, we still hear about Santa Claus and snowballs. Yeah. Uh, we don't need this. Yeah, Philly, uh, of course, legendarily has the fans who uh, one game pelted uh, Santa Claus with snowballs. Yes. And now uh, one fan punches a police horse, and this legend will probably... Uh, continue for a while now. Uh, coming up around 810, another chance for you guys to win $1,000. We'll give you a keyword to uh, text in. Stick around. Follow and tweet the 961 Kiss Morning Freak Show. Ryan tweets here, just turned on the radio and I have no idea what the hell is going on, but I like it. I mean, really, that could be tweeted us at any point of our four-hour show. True. It would uh, make sense. At FS Mikey and at FS Big Bob. Yesterday on the uh, show, and you can re-listen to this again on our Mikey and Bob iHeartRadio podcast. You can watch it on YouTube. We were reading Pirates Facebook comments after the Andrew McCutcheon trade. And uh, we were saying that the Pirates are going to try to get us all back by having these random sky blasts. And we would we read a comment and then make up a sky blast. It was a lot of fun. 
That was my favorite Facebook comments we've ever done, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we got a Facebook message yesterday from Joe M. Seriously? Ricky Martin? Out of all the musicians you can get, you get Ricky Martin? I'd leave early just... I don't even just not to hear them even announce it. I'm not even a fan of the Pirates, but in all seriousness, they really did lose their franchise name and face. I like Kutch and like watching him play, and he was a great man on and off the field. Best of luck, Kutch, but I can't believe they're getting Ricky Martin. Oh no! And I had to write him back. We weren't we weren't actually serious about any of those sky blasts. <laughs> oh my like, god! And he said he wrote me back. Yeah, I got. I just got off the phone with my wife. She was listening to the show. She told me. <laughs> like he got, he got fired up about Ricky Martin. Like Garrett Cole. Like that got, was the final straw. Garrett Cole got traded. Ricky Martin, no. Kudge got traded. Hell like, no. Ricky Martin. Ricky freaking Martin's coming. No, we were uh, all those sky blasts yesterday were completely, uh, completely made up when we were reading Kutch Facebook comments. I hope Josh Harrison gets traded. Not today. I, tomorrow. I want him to get traded tomorrow. Tomorrow is yeah, the I, day. I want Josh Harrison to get traded Thursday so we can end the week oh, right. real nice you're right. on a Friday. Living La Vida Bucko. With, <laughs> with Pirates Facebook comments. Uh, that's it. That's why right now I want Josh Harrison to get traded. Just so we can say, Josh Harrison got traded. Sorry. We really have no, no even potential all-stars left. Pirates fans, but we are bringing in Ricky Martin. <laughs> Buckle living the Vita Bucko. <laughs> living the Vita Bucko. Get your tickets now. All right, listen. Here's one thing I got. I got to put out there real quick, because you guys know how we run the show, right? It's me and Bob in here, and that's it. No producer, no interns, nobody to even answer the phone while we're in it. We got nothing. It's just me and Bob, right? So you guys are the third person on our show. You guys send us content. Always. You guys, you know, tweet us, Snapchat us and everything. We interact with you during the show. You guys are the third person on the show. Remind us about Ricky Martin and living La Vida Bucko because I want to do it all pirate season. <laughs> like nobody's going to care if there's a game, you know, the pirates are 20 games back. They play a game in August. It's a meaningless game, right? Nobody's going to care about it. I want to report that, like, hey, last night, by the way, the Pirates lost 8-1. Uh, to one, But, hey, fans, still come out because uh, you never know when we're going to have Ricky Martin now for a post-game show. Living La Vida Bucko. Living La Vida Bucko. By the way, I did not think we were going to get back into Pirates and fake Sky Blast today on the show. I thought we were done with it, but uh-huh. yet here we are. Rena tweets here, you guys totally had me going with the Sky Blast yesterday. I was looking all over for the train concert. No! Oh, no. Core tweets us, I was uh, just listening to the Pirates Sky Blast Facebook comments with Mikey and Bob. A fun fact, Train actually did a Sky Blast in 2011. <laughs> I, I feel like Smash Mouth did a Sky Blast, too, didn't I, they? I would say yes. Like, I feel like at some point, uh, Smash Mouth did, too. Oh, yeah, Cord just tweeted they did have Lifehouse, too. Oh, man, that's a good one. How did we miss Lifehouse yesterday? Should we save Lifehouse for I when Jay Hay gets traded? Jay Hay could go anytime. 
All right. Should we just should we hold back Lifehouse yeah, for when Jay gets traded? Yeah, it's special. Jay Hay. All right. Buckles fans. Jay Hay may be gone. We lost Jay Hay. But desperate for changing, <laughs> starving for truth. Lifehouse. Hanging by a moment here <laughs> with you. We got Lifehouse. All right, we got to stop, man. We got to wait. Until, we got to pump the brakes and wait till Jay Hay gets traded. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle just tweets here, yes. Smash Mouth did a sky blast. Hell yeah, they did. <laughs> Shane tweets us here, the Jonas Brothers are coming out of retirement for you <laughs> in a 2018 Bucko Sky Blast. It's all coming together. Ladies and gentlemen, we traded everybody, but reuniting for one special night in Pittsburgh. The Joe Bros. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right. Uh... Now, we read a lot of Facebook comments on our show. It's become a thing for the past couple of years. It all started with the Kardashians. It that, really that's did. when Facebook comments started. I know we read a lot about Pittsburgh sports teams, but when we look back in the history of our show, it started with Kardashians. It did, because whenever there would be something like on Facebook posted about like the Kardashians, or even specifically Kim and Kanye, it'd just be a bunch of people like just so angry and just like, who cares? This family's so horrible. Horrible people. No! And it was just so funny. Like, people get so fired up to let everybody know they don't care about something. Like, instead of just moving on, you have to be like, this is trash. I don't care. So that's kind of how Facebook comments were born on this show. It wasn't with any Pittsburgh sports teams. It was with the Kardashians. It just naturally evolved to the sports teams. Right, right. So uh, on Monday, uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West welcomed baby number three, right? They had a, they had a surrogate, so they somebody did. had the baby for them. Was it Kylie? It might be oh. Kylie. Uh, Kim posted a message, Kanye and I are happy to announce the arrival of our healthy, beautiful baby girl. We're incredibly grateful to our surrogate who made our dreams come true with the greatest gift one could give and to our wonderful doctors and nurses for their special care. North and Saint, their other uh, children, are especially thrilled to welcome their baby sister. And then we read the Facebook comments. (laughs) We are going to a very deep, dark place on the internet. It's time for 96.1 Kiss Facebook comments. All right, we're just going to touch this real quick, okay? These are just a couple Facebook comments after Kim and Kanye announced baby number three. Birth of a child. Right, birth of a child, exactly. Stephen R., I don't care! The day I care is when the Kardashians become irrelevant. I don't understand why people are so interested in a celeb's life instead of their own. They are just regular people. There's nothing special about them. To be with the media trying to stop placing them on these pedestals. Who cares? All right, Steven, you do. Wow. Uh, you care. That's quite the rant. You just got so fired up. You care. You wrote like two you, paragraphs. You care enough How you don't to care. go on Facebook in rage about these two people, famous or not, having a child. You, know, you he, care. He was typing real hard, too. Angela T here. Kylie really was pregnant and didn't want to have an abortion. So Kim and Kanye will raise it as their own along with their other 27 nannies. Just what the world needs. Another Kardashian. God. People are just awful. Brittany B here. Kanye, you're a disappointment to our city of Chicago. Stop claiming us. (laughs) Poor kids 
to have these people as parents. Being rich doesn't mean anything. <laughs> right? <laughs> Alexandria L here. These are some Facebook comments on Kim and Kanye welcoming baby number three. Alexandria L in all caps. That is Kylie's baby! <laughs> Like Kim and Kanye stole the baby. Like, what is that? Are you angry if it's Kylie Kylie Jenner's baby? Like, I'm sure there was a deal worked out where Kylie would have their baby, which isn't even a real thing that's been confirmed, you know? Or she knows. She just knows. She knows. No. Had to get on Facebook. No. I haven't seen Kylie out in a while. <laughs> She's probably pregnant. Probably had the baby for him. That's it. I can't tell you. That is Kylie's baby! We'll just end here real quick. Facebook comments on Kim and Kanye having baby number three. Uh-huh. Uh, Toya E, here we go. We will be hearing about this baby all year long. Kim's going to be too busy taking selfies and injecting more fat in her sloppy butt. The nannies will be taking care of this kid. Kim is a pig. <laughs> Do, do hold on. Do does anybody really care how Kim and Kanye raise their kids? Like people say that's like a bad thing having nannies. Oh, they care. Like these kids just got birthed into an incredibly rich family who will always be taken care of financially. Oh yeah, They'll always forever. have nannies and stuff caring for them. Like secured forever. So we aren't their gonna, kids, kids, kids. We aren't gonna get mad at the person who can't. Really financially support having children, but just had their eighth kid or something like that. We are going to get mad at that person, but oh my God, you mean to tell me. He's getting butt injections. Kim and Kanye had another one. <laughs> Son of a bitch, no. That's Kylie's baby. Let sloppy butt go take some selfies with somebody else. Not this baby. It's the last thing we need is another Kardashian. <laughs> Sloppy butt. Kim's a pig. Kim's a pig. Who cares? <laughs> I'm so angry because I don't care. Let me show you how little I do care by getting so angry I'm caps locking. That's <laughs> Kylie's baby. <laughs> what is the world coming to? So congrats then, I guess. Congrats to Kim and Kanye. Baby yeah. number three is here, and that's Kylie's baby! Nathan tweets us here. I turned on the radio to hear Mikey screaming, it's Kylie's baby at the top of his lungs. I'm so glad I live in this city. It is. It is, it is a special relationship that we have with our listeners. And you guys understand us uh, with whatever it is we do here, mm -hmm. and it just works. It just works. Dana tweets us uh, about the Pirates. Pirates organization called my mom asking her to buy tickets. Oh, yes. And said they're not doing any Sky Blast this year, but do have some awesome giveaways, such as another Pirates fedora and bucket hat. Huh. They do have an Andrew McCutcheon starting lineup giveaway, I believe, later in the uh, season. That's not going to make it. You don't think? See, if I'm the Pirates... I, if I'm the Pirates, I think I have more Andrew McCutcheon things. 
I Andrew McCutcheon bobblehead, Andrew McCutcheon starting lineup figure, like a remember Andrew, Andrew McCutcheon hand puppet. Remember the good times pack? Yeah, seriously. How else are you gonna get fans in there? An Andrew McCutcheon giveaway would do it. Sure, people would be angry and they would see that you're just kind of scamming them after you traded Cutch. But if you're the Pirates, I think people would want that. You know. I, I hate the team. I'm not going, but I'll go because it's Andrew McCutcheon hand puppet night. Listen, I want one thing from this season. One thing from this pirate season. Pup night. I want a dog to go to the bathroom on AT&T Sports Network. That's it. They've been doing pup nights for years, and I feel like we've never got that magical moment that we're all waiting for. No, uh-uh. And let me tell you, this year... They're going to give dogs a lot of camera time for pup night. Because what's going on the field, <laughs> it's, it's not going to be too good. This year they should dedicate whole whole games to trying to catch a dog going. <laughs> the, NHL an- <laughs> the NHL announced that Kid Rock will be part of the All-Star Game oh, God. entertainment this year. I mean, the NHL is absolutely the worst. I love the Penguins and everything, but as a league, as a whole, like everything, the worst. It's like they try, they try to be unpopular. You know what I'm saying? Like they try to stay out of mainstream popularity by just, it's, the league is run so poorly. The Penguins organizations run unbelievably, but just don't bring in anybody. <laughs> Why do you need to bring in Kid Rock? That's what I'm saying. Don't bring in anybody. You know, do 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 some sort of human bowling, or do uh, you know the thing that they do at the game now with the big the like bubble hockey where the the, the people get in the big bubbles and yeah, play. Yeah. Like do something like that. The crowd's gonna love that. You're doing oh god, Kid Rock. It is amazing. Like, hockey is such a great sport. It's so fun to watch. Like, every time you hear complaints about the NFL in things like, oh, they don't even let the players hit anymore, and they protect the quarterbacks and stuff like that, and it's like, oh, they do all these reviews and it takes too long. Man, you look at the NHL, they're the exact opposite like that. I always wonder, how isn't the NHL more popular in America? You can, I mean, you're 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 skating full speed, and you're allowed to just run into a guy, full speed, mm-hmm. usually without a penalty. Mm-hmm. They they fight. You can legit fight yep. in hockey. How insane is that? Like it should be more popular. You can throw punches, and you don't even get kicked out of the game. They just put you in the penalty box for all right. If you're gonna really throw punches, you're in guilt for five. Then well, five minutes you can come back out. And at least in my opinion, if you're going to a game out of like football base, going to see a hockey game live is the most exciting game that you can see. Yeah, for the most part, it's a lot of nonstop action. And it's very much like watching a soccer game. I mean, soccer game really is just nonstop. But hockey, you get very few interruptions. A TV timeout here and there, but man, somebody from the Pirates is listening to our show and they're already thinking. Listen, we traded Cole. We traded Kutch. We're going to trade J.A. But Pirates fans, guess who we got for you? Straight off his scintillating performance at the NHL All-Star Game. My name is Keith.
<laughs> Kid Rock's my bad. <laughs> All right, let's get to this uh, guy in Connecticut real quick. Well, new on Nightside, this Valhalla man now accused of recklessly cutting across a Connecticut highway while high on catnip cocktail. What is that? <laughs> a catnip cocktail? Catnip cocktail. All right. Please say Joseph D'Onofrio admitted to drinking the substance, which is actually marketed as a mood enhancer for your pets. Not for your what? humans. Wait, what? He's now facing Hold several on. charges, including DWI. Was this like a drink? Yeah, I'm guessing. That you give, <laughs> you give your cat to calm it down? Well, I'm guessing it's like catnip. But okay, I'm guessing yeah. you like pour it in the cat's water or whatever, and then it's like, <laughs> oh, the cat has catnip drink. And this dude just chugged a, a bottle or a can or whatever the hell it comes in. I don't, listen, I don't know how much snow they have in Connecticut right now, but it must be a lot to where people are just bored. And this guy was like, screw it, I'm drinking. I'm drinking the catnip cocktail today, and I'm going out, and I'm just going to have myself a day. That's the only thing I can think of, is they have so much snow in Connecticut that somebody's in their house just going stir crazy. Just it's like, like catnip. That's all I got left. It, listen, we, we don't encourage people to use hard drugs. If you're that guy, just do hard drugs, man. Just really <laughs> do hard drugs. <laughs> you drinking the catnip cocktail. You don't know what that's gonna do to you. Like, listen, man, go Leave it for the cat. I know you it's, monster. Is it illegal in Connecticut? Go find some weed, man. <laughs> go smoke some weed. The guys, cats just like, looking at him all weird. Just like, why are you drinking that? It's mine. Now you're catnip guy for the rest of your life. Wanted to get high so bad, you drank a catnip cocktail and then you drove on it. Forever, man. You're going to be catnip cocktail guy forever. Anybody Googles your name? You go to, you know, get a new job? Hey, catnip guy. Yep. Yeah, you got a good resume here. We could definitely use somebody like you. Then we Google it. And uh, you're catnip cocktail guy. Sorry. We're going to have to get somebody else. Kim just tweets us here. Ricky Martin on Good Morning America right now. All I can think about is living La Vida Bucko. <laughs> Our buddy Jim tweets us. Ricky Martin is on Good Morning America. Pretty sure he's announcing his Sky Blast date and set list. Of course, we've been uh, making fun of the pri- uh, pirates or privates. <laughs> off, off the Privates air. fans. <laughs> off the mm-hmm. air, me and Bob casually make, make fun of each other's privates. <laughs> It's all unclean fun. We're poking a little fun at each other's privates. (laughs) All week we've been doing this. Listen, the pirates (laughs) traded Kutch and Cole, and we have been giggling at at one another's privates. (laughs) Casually making fun. Uh, We've been making fun of the pirates, of course, because... um, you know, we're saying they're going to get all these awful sky blasts, like a Ricky Martin sky blast or something like that. And yeah, of course, he shows up on Good Morning America. He could be doing on something on Broadway or something like that. Did he say anything about the pirates? Is he Ricky coming? Martin. I think he's keeping it a secret. Can, yeah. we, can we get him? Pirates fans, living the beat up bucko. Living the beat up bucko. Uh, ben Roethlisberger yesterday on his radio show did not bury Steelers offensive coordinator Todd Haley. I think we all wanted that, right? No uh, no power bomb or anything? No. He <laughs> said about kind of Todd Haley and the team, said we got a really good group here that includes coaches and players. We don't want to have big changes because we're right there. We're on the cusp. 
and we feel that we've got some great things going for us. Uh, Ben said, I talked to Coach Haley yesterday. We talked in his office, just him and I, and we uh, just sat there for a while, talked and laughed about the season and just how proud we both were of how far we came as an offense and just really kind of excited about what we have potentially moving forward. Uh, He was asked about his relationship with uh, Todd Haley. Uh, He said, I don't think it was as big a deal as the outside world made it. You're always going to have riffs, player to player, player to coaches. You might butt heads at time. It doesn't mean that you have any problem, any personal problem. We laughed about that yesterday, too. I think it's just perceived uh, more than a bigger deal than it really is. I mean, all that being said, Todd Haley doesn't have a contract. so That is true. That is true. Todd Haley still might be gone. but Ben, ben might not want to, you know, bury him on his way out. Well, the other thing, too, is... Ben's ben, been around. He knows how to handle this stuff. Ben, ben absolutely could be saying that publicly and then going, you know, into uh, Mr. Rooney's office and be like, yo, Cowboy's got to go here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, he could say that all publicly and he could be saying that to Todd Haley. But when it comes down to it, if Ben, look, we said this yesterday, Ben's already threatened retirement once. And listen, we know that there's going to be quite a little drop off with the team once Ben decides to go away, right? And retire. We said, if he wants Todd Haley gone, he can go into the Roonies at this point and, and say, can we get rid of this guy? Let's try this. If not, I'm, I'm gone. I'm done. Yeah. yeah. You really think the Roonies are going to take. Todd Haley over Ben Roethlisberger. But Ben said the right things yesterday, I guess, if you wanted to smooth things over. I just imagine him going into Art's office, though, just be like, no sneaking, Cowboys got to go. I mean, Ben's pretty much like that high school senior now. He's graduating, and he has nothing to lose. That is true. He doesn't need to watch what he says or anything like that. Uh-huh. He can throw anybody under the bus, yeah. you know, behind closed doors that he wants. I think Ben knows the position that he's in. Uh, he was asked about retirement again, of course. He said, I'm just playing it one year at a time. During the season, I take it one game at a time, and one game at a time, and one season at a time after the uh, season. Uh, Ed Bouchette did report that he told some players that he's planning on playing three more years or so. Uh, ben said, I know Ed said that he'd heard from guys something about me playing another three years. I'm not going to look past one year. I'm going to look forward to next year, get everything I have, because I'm really excited about what we have here. He said uh, the difference between this year and last year is about how his body feels and uh, talks he's had with his family and excitement over the future um, with the uh, with the team. It was nice what he said about Todd Haley, though, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. He was asked about uh, the Steelers' public comments looking forward uh, to playing the Patriots, really, before, you know, like Mike Mitchell and even Coach Tomlin on national TV. Uh, uh, about playing the Patriots before they even got through the Jaguars. Uh, Ben said, I wish guys wouldn't do that. That's one of the reasons I don't do social media. It's unnecessary. It's uncalled for, but to each guy their own. That's the country we live in and the beauty of it. Each guy's entitled to do it. I don't do it. I just wish guys wouldn't do it, but they're allowed to do it. He sounds like a real big fan of... (laughs) Sounds like a real big fan of guys like Le'Veon and Mike Mitchell going on social media. And looking forward to playing the Patriots, which obviously now didn't happen, isn't going to uh, isn't going to happen. So 
Uh, not much came uh, from Ben or Tomlin yesterday. There's no big headline. No. Uh-uh. Uh, the QB sneak thing stayed, stayed the same, too. Ben's like, yeah, we should do it more. And Coach Tomlin's like, yeah, you know, maybe we'll do it sometime. But we d- we never said we're not going to do it. We just haven't done it. Nobody I know was, Ben wants to do it. Good for him. Nobody was fired yet officially. No. Or let go or just not re-sign, however they're going to present it. So uh, would you say the Cowboy rides on then? As of right now, Cowboy Todd Haley. I mean, if the Cowboy rides on officially, those Facebook comments are going to be delicious. Oh, man, I'm telling you. I am telling you. You think just because the Steelers season is done, we're done with Steelers comments? The offseason is almost just as good as the regular season. I can't wait for the NFL draft. Are you kidding me? You're you're all going to hate whoever they take. <laughs> it happens every year. We read Facebook comments on J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt? T.J. T.J. Watt. Just happens every year. Yep. It's just how it goes. I wonder if there was any sort of Steelers draft comment about Juju. I bet there was. I I'm bet sure if we, there I was. I bet if we go back, it was just like, why do we need another receiver? Another receiver, great. We need another linebacker. I'm almost like going back to that time, and I can almost hear people saying things like that when Juju got drafted. Man, we got a lot to look forward to. If they keep Todd Haley, there's comments. If they fire Todd Haley, there's comments. Coming. Whoever they draft, there's going to be comments. I can't wait. Steelers offseason is fun. Happy, happy birthday, Betty White. Wow. How about that, huh? How old? How old? 96 today. Woo. It's amazing, isn't it? Betty White, actress, most famously known for her roles, uh, her role on the, uh, what, 80s sitcom old lady show Golden Girls, Betty White, still alive. 96 years old today. She said the uh, secret to a long, happy, and healthy life is vodka and hot dogs. Probably in that order. All right. Wow. I I would I would watch a whole a whole video on YouTube of Betty White eating hot dogs. How many hot dogs do you think she could take down? One at a time, man. She's 96. Well, I know one at a time, but one like per once, day. Oh, one, one per day. What if Betty White is a complete hot dog maniac, like like the uh, Nathan's hot dog eating on the Fourth of July? Like, what if she's Joey Chestnut, just training like Kobayashi levels? Except she doesn't Where, dunk the dogs in like buckets of water. She dunks them in vodka. What if that's the secret? Like every day at noon, Betty White has to they lay they lay out cups of vodka for for. A bunch of buns and hot dogs, and she just does like a five-minute hot dog rage contest where she's just dunking the buns. Keeps me young. Eating the dogs. Every day she does it. Maybe that's the key. Maybe. Good for Betty White, though. All that meat. All right. uh, We just got this video sent to us. Uh, It's a dash cam video. Did you post this yet? I'm posting right now. It's a dash cam video from Asheville, North Carolina. Uh, some guy's just on the phone talking, and uh, you see the dash cam. He's going pretty fast, and a bear just comes out onto the road, and he nails the bear. 
right? Mm-hmm. The bear the bear was fine. The, the bear got up and ran into the woods. The bear just kind of dusts himself off and just takes off. Yeah. He hit the bear so hard, though. But listen, dude, I had to beep this out because there was obviously some swearing in it. Here was the dash cam video. This is uh, somebody hitting a bear in Asheville, North Carolina. Yes. I'm going to go home and smoke a f-ing huge f-ing. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god, I just hit the f-ing out of a f-ing bear. Are you serious? Oh my god. <laughs> I got to get off the phone. I'll talk to you soon. Oh my god. Okay. The, I don't. The, the dummy on the phone too is just like, are you serious? There is so much funny about this video. Not the bear obviously getting hit. The bear was okay, right? That's not funny at all. But the conversation that he's having with this this woman. I'm gonna go home and smoke a. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm gonna go home and smoke a huge. Oh my god! I'm gonna go home and smoke a huge blanking. Oh my god! I'm gonna go home and smoke a f-ing huge. F-ing. Oh my god! Oh my god! I just hit the f-ing out of a f-ing bear. <laughs> a bear. <laughs> the oh my god is so good. I'm gonna go home and smoke a f-ing huge. F-ing. Oh my god! <laughs> Mike tweets here. We gotta get a Betty White, Phil, uh, Phil Kessel. Hot dog eating contest showdown ASAP. Uh, no, we don't. Nobody needs that. That would probably, that would be the thing that kills Betty White. If Betty White went toe-to-toe with Kessel, that would be the thing that brings her down. Betty White's got to die eating a hot dog now at this point, right? I mean, I would Like, that's how so. she's got to go. Now that she set that table. That- now, every article you look up about, wow, Betty White's 96. What's her secret? Vodka and hot dogs. You gotta die eating a hot dog at this point, right? I mean, just, just for the fun of it. Just for the headline. Betty White says key to long life. Vodka and hot dogs. Dies choking eating a hot dog. How would you react if Betty White died eating a hot dog, Bob? Oh my God! That's how it sounds like. <laughs> How would you react if you got to watch Betty White in slow motion eat a hot dog? Oh my god! We were just mentioning how uh, Betty White's birthday is today. She's 96 years old. Told people vodka and hot dogs are the uh, key to a uh, long life. And I still uh, I still say this. I've said this on the show multiple times, but I'll bring it up again because she's the birthday girl. I want to see Betty White and Shaquille O'Neal make it. Maybe for her 100th birthday. Well, that's what I get. I mean, maybe that's how she'll celebrate. What if Betty White just threw nudes out there? Like at 100? Yeah. Or today. With with Shaq or alone? Oh, God. Are you trying to... Wow. That'd be special. I would think it would be alone, though. If Betty White was going to send nudes... Like, just to you, or you mean, like, on the internet? Like No, I'm saying, like, on the internet. Okay. What's Betty White got to lose at this point? You know what I'm saying? Like nothing. What if Betty White had just tweeted nudes? Like obviously they'd get taken down. What if Betty White did like a a playful nude spread, whole photo spread for her hundredth birthday? How amazing and empowering would that be? 
I couldn't agree more. I wonder, like, listen, I'm not going to live till I'm 96 years old. I'm too tall. We've discussed this before on the show, too. I might make it to, like, a 65. Maybe I'll, I'll, get, I'll get up there, and then I'll tap Betty out. Betty White hot dog and vodka diet, though, you'll be, you'll be good. Yeah, but Betty White's not six foot nine like I am. You don't know that. <laughs> you ever see Betty White in person? <laughs> it's true. A six foot nine Betty White? Oh, my gosh, man. You want to talk Fully about... Fully nude? All right, like, what if Betty White was Shaq's height? Oh, God, I want to see a Betty White shack naked so bad. <laughs> like, people people always ask us, people always ask us if we're high during the show, and we say, no, we don't even do drugs. This is why, though. It's conversations like this. Because these are the kind of conversations that high people have with each other. Oh, God. A six foot nine Betty White. Now that's that's something. When you start talking about famous people having like different bodies of one another, like imagine Shaq, but Betty White's hype. And on Golden Girls. Dorothy. Sophia. So, wait. So Betty White would get Shaq's voice along with the body? No, no, no. I'm talking about it's like a tiny Shaq, Betty White size Shaq. <laughs> So it's like how tall is Betty White? She's gotta be like five two, right? <laughs> so I'm talking it's like a tiny shack, right? But wearing Betty White clothes. I'll give I'll give Shaq Betty White's hair. So imagine like a five foot two Shaquille O'Neal with Betty White hair in a Betty White dress, maybe with some pearls mm-hmm. on Golden Girls. Dorothy, Sophia. Oh no. Blanche, you're a slut. <laughs> and then imagine like a giant Betty White that could dunk on people. How tall is Shaq? Seven foot two? A 96 year old yep. giant Betty White. But limber though. Limber enough that she can still Shaq attack people on the court. So imagine Betty White just dunking on people. Limber. And in Betty White voice too. So Betty White goes and just plays in a pickup game and still can dunk on people, right? Mm-hmm. So she's shack attacking people left and right, but she's walking up and down the court just talking crap, just talking greasy, talking all spicy to everybody playing pickup basketball. How oh, she's 96 and they can't handle it. I, I wouldn't post up. A 96-year-old 7-foot-2 Betty White. Hell no. Uh-uh. Like, if I show up to play basketball and there is a 96-year-old Shaq-sized Betty White there, I don't know if I'm playing. I don't know if I'm playing at all. <laughs> Imagine Betty White taking you down in the paint and, like, just try- turning around bon- dunking on Boxing you? you out, trying to grab rebounds on you. Betty White's butt cheeks right on you. <laughs> Oh, man. Actually, I kind of like that. All right. Actually, <laughs> all right, if if I show up to a basketball court and there's a 96-year-old 7'2 Betty White there, uh-huh. right? Yeah, yeah. First thing I'm saying is I'm on Betty's team and we're skins. <laughs> and then I just take my shirt off. Right now, happy birthday, Betty White. Uh-huh. Happy 96. We hope you live long enough to keep dunking on people. Many more. All right. Fun show today? Yeah. Yeah? 
Yeah. I don't remember anything. Uh, I take that. I take that back. I do remember a conversation we just had a little bit ago about uh, Betty White being 96 years old. Happy birthday, Betty White! And then uh, talking about like her and Shaq switching bodies. Special. That's about all I remember from today's Special. show. Special. Uh, today, uh, today we do a freak show question of the day um, around 5:30. We do this every day with Tall Kathy. We give you the question and answer at the end of the show. You get it right at 5:30. Win something like tickets or something like that. So uh, for for today, uh, I keep wanting to call it today in Freak Show history. It is not. It is <laughs> question. It is question of the day. Uh, question of the day today. What is uh, what is Bob's solution to uh, removing snow from his driveway? New solution, Bob. We're all sick of shoveling. We're all sick of snow blowing. He's and had enough salting. And what is Bob's uh, solution uh, to driveway snow removal? Flamethrower. Why not? I want to try this so bad. I want to get a flamethrower and just take it to the snow and see how easy it is. It's got to be the best. What What would be the drawback? I don't know. Having to go buy propane? Yeah, I guess. And like having to hook something up to like a propane tank? I feel like that would be the only drawback because I'm way too lazy even in the summer to go get propane for my barbecue. Yeah, that I would hate suck. doing that. Yeah, that would suck. So like maybe you would use a whole thing of propane to just do your driveway once. I got to say worth it. It's worth it. Worth it. I want to see you flamethrower your driveway so bad. Uh, flamethrower is the answer to the freak show question of the day. Hey, are Pens on tonight, right? Aren't they? Yeah, oh, they're in Anaheim pens. tonight. Four-game win streak. Pens are on the West Coast. Tonight they're uh, taking on uh, Anaheim. Uh, you probably won't be up for it, though, because it's West Coast for the next couple games, and they start at, like, 10 o'clock. But if you are up, of course, you can uh, listen to it on the free iHeartRadio app, any Penguins game on 105.9 The X. 12 more chances throughout the day today. We give you keywords around 10 after every hour through 9 p.m. Uh, so you have 12 more chances to win $1,000 today. That's $12,000 that will be given away on the radio station it's not bad. today through 9 p.m. Not bad at all. Uh, if you miss anything from the show, of course, get caught up every day on our Mikey and Bob podcast, also on the free iHeartRadio app. Anything else? You I think we're good. I think right. we're good. Uh, hopefully the Pirates trade uh, Josh Harrison in the next day or two because I am just itching to do another round of Pirates Facebook comments. Uh, that's it for us, the Ryan Seek. Oh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. What? The Ryan Seacrest show is coming up next. His guest on the show today. I'm not even making this up. Pirates fans, I know you're upset that Cole and Kutch are gone. But hopefully the Pirates can bring him in for a sky blast. It's Ricky Martin. Living La Vida Bucko. Living La Vida Bucko. Yes, I don't know why, but we have played now Living La Vida Loca in hopes of a Pirates Ricky Martin Sky Blast. <laughs> he was on Good Morning America earlier this morning, and he will be on the Ryan Seacrest Show, which starts right now. KST HD Pittsburgh. You're on air with Ryan Seacrest.